On today's Life with Lisa Williams, you're going to hear from internet sensation Chad Prather, the guy on YouTube who likes to rant about this or that, the guy in the cowboy hat and the plaid shirt sitting in his car going off about stuff. He's your guest today from Ride TV. You're going to hear from Chad Prather. Uh, Before that, though, hey, I wanted to thank India Partners for their partnership with Life with Lisa Williams this season. India Partners does something wonderful. They run safe houses on the outskirts of Mumbai, outside of the Red Light District. And children can come to the safe houses and get food and they get an education And all of that is motivated by a desire to show them the love of God. If you would like to help India Partners, you can find out more at lifewithlisawilliams.com. This is is life. This is life with Lisa Williams. Ooh, Chad, how are you? I'm doing good. Don't you love technology? I do. It's just a blessing and a curse. (laughs) (laughs) It's full of demons is what it is. (laughs) I'm a little out of breath because I had to walk up the stairs. It's a sad day when you can't breathe when you have to walk up stairs. I know that feeling. I know that feeling. (laughs) Our executive offices um, are up on the fourth floor. So every time I get in trouble, I have to walk all the way from this, you know, a long walk from the second floor to the fourth floor. And it almost kills me. Do you get in trouble often? (laughs) Well, not too bad. Not too bad. Hey, Chad Prather, I'm at your Facebook page right now stalking you, and I have to tell Uh you that my kids and I took a trip this summer across Texas, and I thought about you constantly. Like, we stop in these stores, and like every convenience store in Texas has so (laughs) much Texas stuff. I mean, it's not like that in other states. Seriously, (laughs) think about that, Lisa. Where else can you go anywhere in the country? You you don't ever see the shape of Connecticut anywhere (laughs) on a... (laughs) <laughs> no, you go to any other state. Nobody cares. I mean, they're like, well, whatever. No, I mean, Texas, I could I could not pick <laughs> Delaware out on a map. I really couldn't. <laughs> but yet, you see Texas, and I saw a funny graphic this week. Somebody had laid, uh, you know, proportionate. They had laid out the state of Connecticut over the metropolitan area of Houston, Texas, uh-huh. and they were basically the same size. Yeah. Uh, Connecticut was a little bit bigger, but when you consider how big, just the, the metropolitan area around uh, Houston, just Texas Houston. Is, is the size of the state, you could actually drive across Rhode Island faster than you could drive across distance-wise just the downtown area of Fort Worth. If you go, you know, the perimeter interstate, if you did all that, you, you, could, you could go across Rhode Island faster. Well, you made an impact on me. Because while in Texas, I kept thinking, Chad Prather would think that's funny. Oh, there's some more Texas stuff, Chad. In my mind, it was, you know, of your rant that you had a little while back about Texas. But it's really nice to talk to you again. How are you doing? Are you still running for president? You know, uh, I'm keeping my options open. I'm keeping my options open. I. The funny thing of you know the funny thing about that is is I've been sitting back and I've been watching the the presidential debates and and this country is really in a situation here. I've never you know it's so divided on so many different issues. 
I really do, on a serious note, I do hope that someone can come in and use their voice and platform to bring some unity back to this country. I really do. Me too. And that's, you know, that's kind of what I did. We we did everything kind of as a parody on the presidential election. And, and I'm trying to just say to people, hey, we got to get back on the same platform together. And I know there's huge differences and we're not, we're never all going to agree on everything. And in some respects, there's some healthiness to that. You know, that's, that's healthy, but it's okay to disagree if you do it in a, in a right way. But, I, you know, I did all that to say, hey, let's get back to common sense. Let's get back to wisdom. Let's get back to family. Let's get back to priorities, these things that really, really matter. And I, and it's funny to me how people kind of latched on to that, you know. Mm-hmm. They, they kind of like that. You should yeah. have applied. You should have. Well, you, I don't know if you fill out an application or turn in a ballot. I'll tell you this. If Kanye West runs in 2020, <laughs> I'm in. I'm in <laughs> because somebody has to make a stand, you know. Right. <laughs> All right. Because if let's say let's say Donald Trump wins the nomination and then wins right. the White House, I mean he's many things, but one thing he is is a reality TV star. And exactly. If Kanye West were to run and win, then Kim Kardashian is the first lady. So we've got reality <sighs> TV stars. I mean, you've got yeah. hope because you're kind of a reality TV <laughs> star kind of guy. I'm on my way. There, there's <laughs> this is basically a grassroots movement. I'm trying to just kind of climb my way up the ladder to the White House. <laughs> You know, healthy aspirations begin at the bottom. So, uh, you know, it's it is kind of funny. You know, you've got it's amazing that back you know thirty years ago, people thought it was funny that Ronald Reagan, who was a Hollywood actor, could right. be a president of the United States, and and did such a phenomenal job as president. And yet now we've got reality stars, you know, reality people on television who are trying to run for president. It's it's interesting, it's, and it kind of makes you wonder what the next forty, fifty years in this country, what it's really going to look like. I know because because nowadays, you know, I I don't know. I think that the, you know the beautiful thing is, and and you know, you don't have to go too far to to understand that I don't agree with the policy policies of our current president. You, you people can find that out about me real fast. But I love. And respect and honor the office of the president. And that's something that's kind of been lost yeah, right? in our culture. I nowadays. know. And I tell people all the time, I'll say, you know, I go back, I go back to the, the scripture that says you got to pray for those that are in authority over you. That's You've right. got to pray for those that are in authority over you. You know, I feel like in certain respects, to a degree with respect, I can complain about you know, leadership in this country, because I honestly can confess that I pray for the leadership in this country. And so many people complain without praying. And that's a big thing. You know, we got to get back to, you know, holding our leaders up in prayer. You can't expect, you know, stuff out of them that's good if you're not putting good things on them and, and, and you know, for them. That's just so, biblical. That's just scriptural and biblical. And I remember I was teaching Sunday school a couple of years ago, and I mentioned we should pray for our president. And one of the kids said, <laughs> our president, we hate him. We hate him. And I mean, like, I didn't even know how to respond to this seven-year-old yeah. saying how much he hated the president because that's what his parents said. And that's just what people do. And they've forgotten. That you got to go well, with the word. You got to go with the Bible. You got to pray for those in authority. And here's you the result, to. Lisa. Here's the result ultimately in that. If you look across the, the landscape of our culture these days, there's no respect for authority. And that goes all the way to what, we, what we're dealing with with police officers and, and, and you know, the, the supporting the blue and those kind of movements that are going on. People don't have respect for people that operate in a position of authority. And the reason they don't is because they haven't given it that right respect. They haven't 
honored authority. And the thing about authority is if you don't, if you don't live under authority, you'll never have authority yourself. You'll never have it in your own life. And that is what we are void of leadership in this country. We're void of authority because we've never respected authority. And, and we got to get back to that. I don't so, know if it'll anyway. go back. I don't know if it'll go back. I mean, I know, I'm not, a, doom, this point, I don't I'm not think... a doomsdayer. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. But it's just hard for me sometimes to imagine how it's going to go back to what we all believe is more in the center of right. You know? <clears throat> well, I agree with you completely, and that's why I go back to my original thought. Is and that is until someone until someone can use their platform and voice to speak with, with a voice of peace, and and by that I mean peace has to be spoken with authority and order and government behind it. That's one of those kingdom of God principles, you know. You got you got you've got to be able to speak peace into the situation, and we need a true leader with that voice. And I, I don't know that we have that person who's out there. Chad capable Prather. of doing that. You know, and so I'm going to continue <laughs> with my grassroots campaign to say, you know, hey, because I, I feel like I feel like we do have a president right now that had the opportunity, had the opportunity to to use his position, to use the color of his skin to say some things to this country and to this culture that could have made a big difference, but he he did not do it. So there was a void of that leadership. So, you know, I don't know. I uh look if the Terminator could be a governor, yes. If if a man possibly could make the presidency, who will probably look at Afghanistan and say, "You're fired," yeah. you know, you you have a shot, my man. I mean, you just need to be praying and keep your life clean and keep making yeah. videos and keep honing in on your belief system strongly, and maybe yeah. run run for some office somewhere in Texas and just kind of like you know, get I, in there. And to be quite honest with you, I'm not. You know, I am, uh, in some respects, it's refreshing to see a guy who's not politically correct like I know. Donald Trump who I know. speaks out and says, this is what I feel. I feel the same way about Dr. Ben Carson. Me I too. feel like he's a guy who says this, these things that, that the, he speaks from the heart. These are convictions that he has. And, and it's refreshing to me to see that the country has responded so well. You know, Donald was in a Dallas. Some 20,000-odd people showed up to hear him. That's encouraging that people want to hear that voice. And so... You know, I personally, I'm not opposed that in the in the few years down the road to doing some things uh, that would maybe have some political aspirations. Come on, if, Come on. if it made sense, if it made sense, because yeah. you know, if it was a situation where you could really do some good, right, and and not just be another government bureaucrat. Because I think we've had no, you'd never be you that. Know, you'd never do no, that. You know, and no. I agree with what you said about the Donald and yeah. Dr. Carson, and just I think it's refresh. If there's something bizarrely refreshing, at first it was like. Well, this is a joke. This is a joke. This is, someone's going to yeah. go, gotcha, any second. But then you go, yeah. okay, like it's just people just like somebody. Um, politicians put off this, I'm saying exactly what you want me to say. Exactly. I have pollsters. I have a whole staff. I'm going to try my very best to craft exactly <laughs> what you want me to say, but you will never know what I really think because yeah. I'm going to talk behind closed doors who I really am. And what Donald yeah. Trump does is kind of like, I think that's who he is all the time. You all know? the time. Yeah. So all the time. I think that that's what people find refreshing, whether or not he's the right candidate. I haven't made that conclusion yet. But hey, we were supposed to be funny. I, I need well, something funny today because I've been like really heavy all week long. So well, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's okay. what's on my mind. Here's okay. what I've been thinking about. And, I, and, and if opportunity and time affords this for me today, I'm going to do a video rant. I want to do one about marriage. And and I was specifically thinking about it's amazing when you 
you know, the things you take for granted when you're single and then you get married. For instance, sleeping alone. Sleeping alone is a beautiful, beautiful thing. It really is a wonderful thing. My wife, my wife, and, yeah. and we have this discussion all the time. She has a certain way that she likes to sleep in the bed. So, for instance, typical bed, you have a mattress cover, you know, that fitted sheet that no one can fold except for Martha Stewart. Right. And then you sleep on top of that, and then you have typically a sheet, and then you have a comforter or a bedspread or a blanket on top of the sheet. Right. Now, my wife, the first thing she does, she gets in the bed, she hooks her toe around that sheet, <laughs> and she starts kicking that thing down towards the bottom as she sleeps, as she twists, as she turns. And so now our sheet, after about an hour of being in the bed with her resembles a corkscrew underneath <laughs> the blanket. Now me, I like to sleep under the sheet. That's why I bought it. And I like to sleep under the blanket and I like for it to be somewhat straight. And I just <laughs> want to get still and not move. But I'm sleeping with Dennis the Menace. It feels like I'm in the bed with an F5 tornado sleeping with this woman. So I really think that Lucy and Desi had it right. Oh, yeah, you sleep right. in twin beds. <laughs> That's you right. sleep in twin beds. <laughs> you know, my grandparents were married for 65 years. And let me tell you why they stayed married. Because they had separate bedrooms, Lisa. <laughs> they did not. <laughs> you know, Jeff Foxworthy, Jeff Foxworthy says that getting married for sex is the equivalent of getting on a 747 in order to eat the peanuts. It's, it's, there's a big, there's something to be said about sleeping together and, and people say oh but you need to keep the romance alive look i'm not opposed to conjugal visits we should have those and, and i'm not opposed to passing like two ships in the night that crash into one another but i just want to sleep i'm in my 40s and i just want to sleep hey. lisa Oh my gosh, I'm laughing and crying and sweating over here. It's so funny. I don't. I, it's a good thing you're not still walking up the stairs. You, you die. But I don't. It's good stuff. It's good. Keep I going. Just, I just want to sleep. And, you know, I feel like, I feel like, you know, I'm in a, I'm in the middle of the storm of, uh, of the path of a storm yeah. every time we I go to sleep. And the, beauty, and the funny thing is, so my mind works all the time. I know you have a hard time believing that, but, <laughs> but my brain just never really turns off. So there's only one way at night for me to go to sleep. I've got to read a book. I've got to read a book. So I read every night until I fall, until I fall asleep. Now my wife, she says, Oh, I'm just, I'm just going to, you know, the old phrase, I'm just going to rest my eyes. She's snoring. Yes, little, little, cute little snorts. But she's snoring within the space of three minutes of laying down in the bed. She's out like a light. But she never stays still. She continues moving. And All night she long. she kicks and she rolls over and mm. she makes noises. And yeah, I don't I know. Hear you. you know, the funny thing about marriage is this, and I'll hush. The funny thing about marriage is this. People say, well, we got married and then they changed no, they didn't change. They went back to being who they really were. Right, right. <laughs> this is like politicians is the, running for office, yes, right? The entire time you were dating, right. the entire time you were dating, there was a certain mask that was up. They were putting a best foot forward. They were pretending to be something they weren't. But as soon as you said, I do, the death knell rung. And they said, the mask comes off and I'm going to be who I really am. And so... You know, you got to live That's with good. that. That's good. What, Hashtag who, Chad who, Prather. Who, Hashtag rant. Yeah. Hashtag funny. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who was it? Groucho Marx that said, uh, he said, you know, the, the when when we got married, we were in front of a, a judge, but we really should have been in front of a jury because you really are, you, you're pronounced guilty at that point. I mean, it's you sentenced to life. <laughs> 
it's, it wouldn't uh, be so funny if it wasn't so true. It's true. But yeah. you know, in our house, we have a philosophy. Divorce and suicide are not options. Yeah, that's a good option. Divorce that's and suicide that's are good. not options. So we're, we're, we're in this thing for the long haul. I we actually you. like each other, so that's it works. Good. That's good. Okay, thanks for making me laugh. And so you can find, um, like, do you have a specific website that's yours, or is Facebook the best place to find you? You know, Facebook is always fun, yeah. but go to uh, go to the easiest place, the most convenient place, is you can go to chadprather.com or Boom. you can go to watchchad.com. They both go to the same place, and there's like a Chad Tube link there right on the, <laughs> on the homepage, and you can watch all of the YouTube videos. Facebook, you're going to get all the little snippets here and there, but the YouTube videos, watchchad.com. Okay, he's an internet sensation, and if you come to lifewithlisawilliams.com right now, one of his rants is posted right below this show. So thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for your deep thoughts, your political thoughts, your Jesus <laughs> thoughts, and then your crazy thoughts about separate bedrooms. That's good stuff. You bet. Lisa, it's always my pleasure. You're one of my favorite people in the whole world. <laughs> you know, I, I keep a list and some people fall off of it. You managed to stay right there in the top five. Awesome.